Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cheers, everybody. We are back for another edition of Bourbon on a Budget. TJ Pittenger, Brendan Sinone, Ben Cock. And as we continue our holiday theme, I almost say Christmas theme. I will just say it. Our Christmas theme. Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. Happy holidays. Back with another, another friend. We went from Joe. We went from Elliot to Joe to now Mr. Sean. Back again Mr. in the Sean. Southwest. Florida Bourbon Society. Sean, how's it going, bud? Good. I thought this was the fest of this episode because I've got a lot of things I need to talk to you guys about. Get it off my chest. And you're going to hear about it. <laughs> I don't get that reference because that show is garbage. Thank you. The one win Ben Sox. <laughs> so every episode. Um, Sean, welcome back. Happy holidays. Happy Festivus. All of the above. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks. I missed you guys. How's the chair treating you? We didn't. Uh, <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> you made me switch out chairs. I had to talk with my wife. We're getting a new office chair. Man, live the dream. Hope you're happy. That sounds like a Seinfeld episode. Um, <laughs> do you hear my chair squeaking, Jerry? <laughs> I can hear him. Um, Whoa, you got a chair squeaking and it's blowing my mind. <laughs> yeah. Jennifer checking in. House no here. Let us know what you're drinking. Oh, what's watching up? No? Yo, House um, No came in close. No. We'll share that later. But House mm. No, thank you for your contributions to Bourbon on a Budget. Wow. Um, okay, so Sean is here. We're going to continue our Friendsgiving, our chat. We've got some fun stuff tonight. We're going to talk about some different picks that Sean and the group have done, the Southwest Florida Bourbon Society. If you don't remember for the first time he was on, we're going to talk about some of our favorite whiskeys of the year, whether that be, oh, let's go look at Corey Todd over here. Love that last name, Corey. Todd's a great name, just for those that asked. Um, oh, I don't get it. 1792 single barrels, what Jason's drinking. Um, but we're going to talk about some of our favorite whiskeys of the year. But before we do that, we you know what? We forgot to do pursuits and purchases last week. Uh, Joe was all mad at us when we were like jumping off at the end and he was like, oh, we forgot. I was like, ah, we were on for like an hour. So um, we will get to that hopefully. But I want to ask, this wasn't in the show notes. So I'm Uh-oh. totally going to try and throw you guys through a loop here. But I want to talk, I want to ask Sean some of the questions that we asked Elliot. I thought those were good questions. Um, so Sean, start with you. I think the rest of us have kind of already answered this. Favorite drinks during the holidays. Like what are you like? Do you have like something you're pouring right now because it's like cold weather? Maybe that's a good way to put it. Like, what's your cold weather whiskey? We did the that episode last week, and then like, what are you pouring on Christmas? Like, if you celebrate Christmas, I don't mean to assume, but like, if you celebrate, what are you pouring on Christmas Day? So I've been doing a lot of neat. If I do a cocktail, it'll be a something. Uh, what's it called? Like a Kentucky Mule. I'll use something that's not really expensive and mix it with the right. ginger beer. 
something refreshing. Uh, when I was over in Hawaii for Thanksgiving and uh, my now brother-in-law's wedding, <laughs> uh, he's a big eggnog fan, so I like to enjoy those, but that's maybe like a one and done kind of thing. Um, yes. Too many of those and you're, you're not feeling too good in your tum-tum as uh, Mr. Simone will say. Tom, Who says Tom Tom? That's such a immature. Who thing. says Tom Tom? <laughs> so you, so that was going to be my next question. You kind of ruined it for me, but oh wait, wait, wait. so what are you pouring on Christmas? Do you have do you do you know what your Christmas Day pour is yet or no? So it'll depend on. Uh, normally, we're in Hawaii for Christmas, and my wife's family's all from there. So normally, my now brother-in-law and I will share. Normally, like one of the better bottles that we have around. So this year, I have a couple friends that will probably come over, and we'll. We'll pick something special off the shelf. Yet to be determined yet, but I'll normally let somebody pick it. Mm. Cool. Um, my next one was going to be Buyer Sinone um, Eggnog, but it sounds like you're an eggnog fan. Did you know that Brendan Sinone came into my Twitter spaces this week and complained about us using Buyer Sinone? What like, other people can't dingus. use that. Like, uh, but it's fine to use it on this show, I guess. Buyer Sinone. I mean, I'm here Sinone. on this show. I'm a co-creator. You were on that spaces. You were on that spaces. I wasn't. What is that spaces? <laughs> oh my god! You don't don't get us. What going the on crap spaces. is that? You don't get us going on the spaces. Sean knows spaces are. It's just a long story, but anyway, they're cool. Um, <laughs> so like you're you're buying. Doesn't eggnog. sound good at all. Like Sean. I'll buy a single eggnog. Anything more than that, I'm sending. Are you um? Will you? Does the eggnog have to have bourbon? Like I'll drink eggnog plant, like just straight eggnog. Like it doesn't have to have bourbon. For what me. a nightmare! What a nightmare! I. It also depends on the eggnog. If it's if it's a good one, then it can probably go without. But even I, I prefer some a little bit of picking up in there. Stay tuned because we have a. a we may have some eggnog themed. Uh, Content coming I hope, very I hope soon. Not. I really hope <laughs> not. Just ensured that it was happening. Like we were brains out in a, <laughs> a garbage episode. No one tuned in for that one. Yeah. <laughs> no video. No video. Just audio. <laughs> yeah. The uh, we watched gargle eggnog. We watched Christmas Vacation last night where he's oh, just me like too. chugging the end. Yeah, where he gets mad and he's just like chugging it. The moose. Oh, so great. There are so I, – I, we I watch that movie once a year with Kara. Mm -hmm. yes. Every year I pick up two or three new things that I miss. Yes. And I, I've probably seen the movie 80 times. But uh, Okay, Sean, last one. Favorite uh, Christmas movie. We'll go around the horn on this one. Uh, Home Alone. Mm, Home clutch. Alone. Let's go. It's a good one. Ben. Oh, dang. Uh, so I said we're going around the horn. I have. I know. I know. You said that like three seconds ago. You're like, we're going around the horn, Ben. And I was like, okay. So I have two. I have a modern and an oldie. So my OG is White Christmas. Dang I it. Like, I would, I, that would be mine too. I like dude, it. The music, choreography, all of that. Incredible. Incredible. Have you guys watched okay. it yet this year? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, okay. Multiple yeah. times. Never mind. I'm okay. not going to invite you then. The new one, though, and you have to watch this, is Horror called. Christmas. No, that's garbage movie. Those, okay. kids, are, those kids are really um, creepy in that. Exactly. Yeah. And I love Tom Hanks, but that movie sucks. Um, the new one is a movie called Klaus. It's on Netflix, and it came out like two this, years yeah. ago. It's yeah. animated. I love Klaus. But the reason I love it is because I also love 
Emperor's New Groove, and Klaus is a Christmas Emperor's New Groove. And it's incredible. So if you haven't seen that yet, go see it. It's in um, Krampus. I wasn't. I wasn't calling Sino- on Sinon. You're Sinoni. Oh, you're Sinoni. I was Sinoni. Sinoni. You're Sinoni. Sinoni. <laughs> my Klaus. It's a false. Yeah. It's a false. What Sinoni. you got, Brendan? Dude, I love Krampus. Came out a couple years ago. It's like a horror movie, but it's not that scary, and it's kind of cozy. It's got the the wintry. What? Hold on. Coziness. It's funny. It's uh, it's different. It changes up the pace a little bit. Yeah, I like Krampus. You're choosing a horror movie as your favorite Christmas movie. You chose an Emperor New Groove knockoff. I don't know what the standard. It's a is Christmas here. movie. It's a Christmas movie. Krampus is a Christmas movie. It is a super. It's about having the Christmas spirit and why that's important is the message throughout. It's well acted. It's funny. Yeah, it's our, paced well. Movie. Yeah, I think I already won. Yeah, I was. I. No. I, I, I White, Christmas White Christmas, Christmas is up. Yeah, Christmas Vacation would be my new one. Home Alone's like a close second. Um, Die Hard? No. We we were talking about Christmas movies. Um, <laughs> so, um, but for old ones, I think Ben's pretty spot on. White Christmas. But I like, I will say, I like all the classics. Like, I like White Christmas. I like Miracle on 34th Street. I like... Um, it's a Wonderful Life. It's a right yeah, up there, right? Like Brennan loves life. Nightmare on Elm Street. You've seen that one? That's another Christmas, <laughs> Christmas classic. <laughs> Jeez. Um, but I mean, but th- that said, I like all the Christmas movies. Like I, I, I like Scrooge. I like. I even like the little Charlie Brown thing that comes out every year. Like yeah, that, you all too. Cool. like who. So anyway, all right, let's get Jennifer into likes in. Die Hard. There we go, Jennifer. Thank you. I love the No Family. Coming in clutch. Okay, Jake likes the OG animated Grinch. That's a good Kara one. Oh, loves. That's Kara one. and my kids love the Jim Carrey Grinch. Like I, I would. Agree. I remember going and seeing that in theaters. That's how good it was. Like, Ashley likes that great. one. Uh, the the OG animated one's pretty great. I used to have nightmares about that one though. Scary. It uh, sucked my mom into the TV. Yeah, glad you watch Krampus now. So yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um, Big boy now. For a, what is it for your another, head? For another four Christmases is hilarious. Like no, I tried watching not, that the other day. That sucked. That was that's awful. not a Christmas movie. What? That was awful. That's not a Christmas movie. Sorry, what do you mean TJ. That's not a Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas movie. Oh, yes, it is. You're an idiot. Okay, the one where Ben doesn't know what a Christmas movie is. Um, <laughs> it's not a Christmas movie. What are you talking about? Keep it moving. Keep it moving. I'm Let's so throwing off now. Okay, I think that's all the questions we had. Sean, the floor is yours. You guys have had some great picks recently with the Southwest Florida Bourbon Society. We talked mm-hmm. about if you guys haven't already watched, unless you're watching live, don't don't go now because I don't want our numbers to drop. But if you're just listening to this, go back and listen to the first time we had Sean on. He talked about building the Southwest Florida Bourbon Society. Yeah. Really, really cool story there. But you guys have some picks that these two gentlemen, well, Ben and Brendan, are going yeah. to – taste and nose i've been a little under the weather this weekend and uh to start this week so i'm not but talk to us about what we're about to jump into and then these guys are going to taste them we're going to try not to spend too much time on this because they're not we're not doing like full reviews but talk to us a little bit about these picks that we've got in front of us so i think last time i was on was right after our release of the elijah craig pick that's back when they were doing 94 proof Good news is we have another one coming that's going to be barrel proof, but I think that'll be after the first of the year. Um, 
since then, I think we are we have released a total of ten barrel selections uh, within our footprint between Ooh. Sarasota and Naples. Uh, it's been sort of hot and heavy since uh, December. We've had back-to-back weekends of releases with one more on the way. A little spoiler alert for anybody listening: we have a Wilderness Trail weeded bottle mm-hmm. coming out on Saturday, as long as it arrives in one piece. Um, but it's been a string and I think we really hit our groove. We have a, quite a few of our admins, uh, who have just incredible palates and taste and are well-rounded. And I think we all work really well together. I know Corey's on here right now. He, uh, he helped us with some that are coming in the future. Uh, we had a group of us back in August or September, we went to Kentucky and over a three-day span, we picked five barrels, um, including, I think, one of them. I know we chose up there and then Wilderness Trail, which is coming out. But the Yellowstone that you guys have uh, was picked up there, which that experience is like no other. They have some of the most knowledgeable people you'll ever meet. And just the whole story behind everything with they're part of the Beam family as well as the dance. And they're just intertwined with everything. Um, but... I gave you guys five samples. Um, first one I gave you was a Maker's Mark selection that we did with Total Wine and More. That thing just is amazing. Um, a Russell's Reserve pick that we did, which is one of the rare ones uh, because it was at uh, Rick House at Camp Nelson A, which is uh, you don't really find a lot of, and people tend to really gravitate for those with all the turkey heads. Um, the Chattanooga whiskey, uh, which was done in concert also with Sarasota Liquor Locker slash Dive and the Eskimo Brothers up there. Um, we split that barrel as well as a uh, friend of the show, Pat Davis. Shout out to him. Great guy and uh, glad to work with him. Shout out uh, Pat. The Yellow- uh, Yellowstone, which is uh, – oh, these are all around the 110 proofs. Um, and we can go one by one quickly. Uh, and then the last one I gave you was the Oak and Eden, which is a wheat inspired, which has a cool little story behind it. Cool. Well, let's jump into it. Brendan, this yes. show is all about you. And so yes. why don't you decide where we start? Let's go with the one that Ben is very excited about that he's been nosing here. It's first yeah. in my line here. That's the Chattanooga whiskey. Uh, so, Sean, what, what are the what are the deets? What are the specs here on the Chattanooga? All right. So, Chattanooga, it's a single barrel. It's 119.7 proof. Uh, what they did with their single barrel program this year is, I don't know if you guys knew about the Baldwin Bond that they released. They, uh, mm-hmm. they had a spring and fall edition. Well, it had four different match bills with it. They had a weeded their classic 91 proof, they had a peated, and then the one we chose was a roasted. So they had a bunch of roasted malt into it. Um, it really stood out to all of us. It's over four years old. Um, it, I thought it, it just has a lot of cocoa, chocolate notes to it, and a little bready, but it's personally one of my favorite picks we've ever done. Yeah, I really enjoy this. I'm so... Just as a point of reference, I'm coming from drinking your other Oak and Eden, which has a lot of like smoke and oak characteristics. So coming to this after that, I think my palate is kind of rejoicing at some of the lighter kind of notes. And so I'm pulling honey, green apple, lemon, 
and on the original Chattanooga, I pull a lot of like black tea, lemon. Uh, like it's a very summer whiskey to me, like a very summerish bourbon. Um, but now that I've kind of been sipping it a little bit, the bready notes are very apparent. Um, I pick up a little bit of like shortbread, uh, kind of like a lot of butter, uh, bread notes as well. So I'm with you. I, I like it. I think my palate was originally to pick up all the, the, the fruitier notes, but there's definitely some breadiness to it. I'm enjoying this a lot. Ben stole all my nosy notes. So I didn't no, get the, yeah, I didn't mention there's legitimately uh, a private chat that would say otherwise. So yeah, I'm getting the bready notes that Ben mentioned too, but the soury like green apple that he's getting that to me is more in the bread area. So I mean like a sourdough bread with, with like a nice honey butter on the nose, the chocolate shows up on the taste and then the finish and it's legit. Could you show it again? Did you say cocoa puffs or is that? So like, we did, we, we did a side by side or so our group did the cocoa puffs thing where uh, Sarasota's group, the Eskimo brothers did uh, the owner is named Brock. So they did Count Brockula. <laughs> Solid. Which, and I, get it. I think we got around 100 bottles. I think there's eight left at our main partner store, Fiddlesticks. That's As super unique. That's super unique. Um, very nice, toasty, chocolatey on the end. That's really, really unique all the way throughout. I love Chattanooga whiskey. They do a great job. So different in, uh, than anything else you taste on the market. All right. That, that's a winner. I like it. Next, yeah, I like next, that bottle a lot. Next one. More? Can, can you go and grab that right now? Is that available anywhere? Uh, Fiddlesticks Liquor, which is located uh, right off the interstate, I-75 in uh, Fort Myers. Uh, unfortunately, I think there's eight left down here, but there should be still some left up in Sarasota, which might be a little bit closer for you guys. Mm. I like that pick. All right, Ben, you get to pick the next one. What's next? You know what? I... It's like a white elephant. Go, not white elephant, but like this is this is like a go around the horn. Let different people. You know, I want to go into uh, you know a personal fave of mine, wild turkey. So let's take a stroll down uh, Turkey Ooh. Lane and get Ooh. into some Russells. Are we? Uh, is this a like a Russells ten year pick, or is this a single barrel kind of like? Uh, so, so like I said earlier, it's a Rick House. Cap Nelson A, which is highly desired in the turkey community. Uh, we actually made these own custom tags on it. We have one of the best people in the business and making stickers and all of these ancillary mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, Bobby Welsh, shout out to him. Um, Bobby. Took t- so it was distilled in December of 2012, dumped in August of 21, bottled in August of 21. So almost nine years old and little takeoff, can- or uh, what is it? They're going to kill me because I don't remember the reference. It's But it's called uh, Camp Nowhere, I think, was the movie. And Camp Nelson A, with because it got released right on Halloween weekend, so we did mm-hmm. Halloween theme for it. And this one sold out within three hours. This, no- this nose is really solid. I love this nose. Very good nose. Yeah. Coming off the Chattanooga one, though, it's like it, very different, ex- extremely different. The finish on this, Sean, is... I love it. It's exceptional. What's our proof on this? Or is it just regular 110? Yeah. Uh, so okay. all Russell's uh, private barrel picks are proofed okay. down to 110. Um, we had two of our better wild turkey guys on it, John Dolafino and uh, Eric Simpson. And it just showed with how great this one came out. Yeah. I like that a lot. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Mouth feels great. great. A lot of depth and like uh, heavier, I would say heavier on the palate. So like your caramel, your your oak is, is definitely a little, little more there. A little dark like cherry. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's classic turkey. It's everything that's great about turkey. Mm. Mm. What did this, what did this cost, Sean? Uh, I'd like to say it was around fifty dollars a bottle. Wow, but, uh, that's a great. I would oh, that's a great deal for that. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe no more than fifty-five. We're wow. super lucky with with our partner down here. He mm -hmm. does not up the price of anything. It's yeah. it is what it is, and he prices it to move and. Everyone loving for it. Yeah, for mm. sure. 70, 75, I think would be like really reasonable for this. It's high quality, really good. All right, nice to know. All right, Sean, you pick the next one, and then we'll have one left. All right, since nobody's going to pick it, we're going to go to Oak and Eden. Let's go, Oak. Let's go so, Eden. what is Oak and Eden for uh, for the people who aren't familiar with that brand? Not as well known as Chattanooga or Turkey. So, Oak and Eden is a they're out of Texas, mm -hmm. and they're not necessarily public. They're not a bourbon. They're a finished whiskey because what they do is they add oak spires in it. And the way that their program works is everything is uh, MGP juice, normally about four to six years. Um, I think ours was about five years old. You get to pick between a weeded bourbon, a bourbon, or a rye. We chose for this one a weeded bourbon. You choose the proof next, 90 proof or 116. We chose the 116. Um, you choose the spire that goes in there between French oak and American oak, and we chose French oak. Um, and then finally, the choose, they, asked what, is, they asked what the bottle was. It's this Oak and Eden here. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll make him a little bit. The Oak and Eden Wheat and Spire. Sorry to cut you off there, but we just had a no. question from Mike. And then the last uh, sort of variable you get to take is the, the toast level on the spire. So you can do medium toast, heavy toast, or char. Um, we thought the best tasting was the medium toast, which is what we chose. And out of the stuff that we, all, everything that we had, this one stood out. And as you can tell, it's just so dark comparative, especially for a whiskey that's only five years old. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, I think it definitely stood out from some of the other ones that we had. And I mean, I'll let you guys give your opinions on it. What do you think, Ben? Um, hmm. <laughs> this, isn't at, this isn't as much of my profile as a Chattanooga and the Russell Reserve is. I love kind of like the outside of like smoke and heavy oak notes. Um, and I think the Oka is a little oily and definitely a lot of oak characteristics to it. Um, I think that probably comes from the spiral, you know, it's, it's, it's working or it's doing whatever it says. But if you are searching for like, if, if you like a, like a Knob Creek 15, as opposed to Knob Creek 12, then this is like a really approachable version or a more readily available version of that where you can say, Hey, I like those, those really heavy oak notes that sit heavy are very oily palette forward, that kind of stuff. Then this may be your profile. It's not mine. That's not, that's not a problem, but you know that's where I'm that's where I'm at with this one. So Ben mentioned both in his description there, oaky and oily, and this is going to sound so weird. The smell, as I was thinking about it, some for some reason it triggered a memory of my 
grandma's house and she used to live in like an old like 1920s apartment that had it was like super woody smell and then she was always cooking with olive oil because italian so uh it's funny that these are the flavors that ben mentioned because this is what triggered my memory of that so it is very um almost leaning towards like a scotchy kind of element with the the toast and the smoke uh Mm -hmm. and the oiliness of it it's very thick i like this but i'm also a big scotch fan um uh, and it tastes like tomato sauce too. Hi, Nima. All right, Great. Tastes like tomato <laughs> sauce. Tomato oil sauce. Mm. Sounds good. So what I liked about this one, it's kind of off profile from a lot of other things that we did. I get like mm. almost like it's a toasted, just because I get a lot of the oh, campfirey kind of, kind of off just the nose, and I think the finish, like you get that Kentucky hug that lasts for a good little bit. Now. If you're not a big oaky bourbon fan, it's probably not sort of in your wheelhouse. But I think that it's unique enough that it it's unique and it I really enjoy it. So, mm-hmm. I, it, but that's the best part about bourbon. There's enough out there. There's yeah, find something you like. Uh, the price point didn't hurt. It was around fifty-ish dollars um, yeah. with a we took so just. Something giving a shot to a sort of a company that really doesn't have a huge following, like yeah, well, it's Kentucky Distilleries, and was thoroughly impressed with the product that they ended up putting out. And sorry, Sean, what was the proof on it? The proof on it was 116. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it definitely drinks not as hot for the proof. Mm-hmm. It drinks as heavy as like an older bourbon. You know, I was gonna guess like a hundred proof based on that. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So I, I think you'll see with like the samples that I gave you, they're all within that one ten to one twenty proof, but they all drank down, at least where it doesn't blow out. Just because you get distill the the flavor explosion that you look for with higher proof bourbons, but or whiskeys, but you're not completely getting overly intoxicated. You're not feeling like you're blowing out your palate. Challenge not, accepted. So for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, can we do the makers real quick? Because we were, spoiler alert, we're going to review the makers on Thursday. Yeah. On Thursday mm-hmm. And going right off of Oak and Eden, I think we'll give a, we'll give as fair a shake as we can to the Yellowstone uh, because it's going to take a little bit of adjusting to the intensity yeah, it's there. Yeah, time. Yeah. So, uh, spoiler alert, we do love the makers. It's really high quality. You want to give us the specs on that, Sean? So, this one is tie, or just about the lowest proof. Same with the Russells. This is 110.1 proof, uh, bottled on June 2021. Uh, staves are one, seared French cuvee, three, maker's mark 46, four, roasted French media, and two, toasted French spice, uh, called I Want S'more. In concert with Total Wine and More and Southwest Florida Bourbon Society, patent pending. I like patent pending. I think that's a reference to our show. Um, this is awesome. It's almost gone because again, reverse order potentially. Spoiler alert. Um, oh yeah, mine was gone before we even finished the review. I think it was gone. Though. I saw you pouring it at the very end, and I was going to try to. Work oh it yeah, gonna... yeah. No, no freaking way that I was making it through that review. I think it's gone. It's what great. a great bottle. Um, the s'mores, the fact that you guys picked s'more uh, to kind of theme it, 
makes perfect sense. Uh, the the chocolate there, very milk chocolatey, a little bit of breading notes as well. Super complex, uh, opens up and changes a ton too. Um, yeah, it it's really good. Yellowstone final. Yellowstone it up. I'm last so jealous of you guys. Yeah, man. Sorry, <laughs> you're sick. Yeah. TJ also has his old round of samples, and not to mention I'm within your guys within a couple hours, and I come up by you guys on quite often. So anything you guys are wanting, I can try to help. Happy twenty three. Thanks. Okay, Yellowstone. Um, oh man. <laughs> to me, season. Uh, so I've had a couple Yellowstone picks, um, and they're all like very. They're all very sweet on the on the nose to me, like very like sugar, like a light caramel, a little uh, like a candy lemon, you know, like a oh, hard candy lemon. You know, it, it's I'd say it's bright characteristics, not as like over oaked as you know other stuff we've tried, but it's it's very very sweet on the palate, delicate, or sorry on the nose at least. I've done a couple. This is a third Yellowstone store pick that I've tried, and they all just come off as very young to me, uh, very shiny and kind of rough around the edges. Uh, and I don't dislike this, but just compared to some of the others, like the Russells and the Makers especially, I think are amazing. This one falls a little flat, and it's more, I think, me for Yellowstone. I am just haven't found one that I've fallen in love with yet. It's just mm. very, very shiny and new. Tasty. You know, I had a Yellowstone so, at, I'll say it, I've had two Yellowstones here locally in Tampa, and I don't want to call out uh, which one that I didn't love. But I'll just say I had one that I loved and one that I just wasn't a huge fan of. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm excited to try Sean's. Hopefully it lies somewhere in the middle or closer to the one that I loved. But yeah, I'm kind of the same way. The Yellowstones have, have been hit or miss for me. Um for sure. Sean, what are your thoughts around it? So give you a little bit more specs on it. This was barreled in uh, middle of 2017. So it's mm -hmm. probably five years old when it was, because this came two weeks ago, which means it was bo or bottled probably about a month before that or so. Uh, 115 proof. Um, I know that, so their experience is incredible. What they do is they give you three barrels and they give it to you with three different proofs. You mm. get it, uh, I think at like 105, 109 and 115. Mm. And you go through each at each proof and you'll find that the barrels will change at each proof. Like you'll find something that you think is the one that's gonna go the whole way. And then all of a sudden it, a little less watered down the, the taste just completely changes. So this one, I know uh, I did in concert with Matt Haynes from our group, as well as Corey Cunningham, and they were all on board thinking this had a kind of sweeter berries and cream taste to it. Mm -hmm. I, I find it on occasion sometimes. I, I get a lot of the classic kind of caramel, vanilla, brown sugar, um, oaky notes. I'm with you guys. Sometimes it's a little young, but... I think for a Yellowstone, this is one of the better ones I know that I personally had, and I've had quite a few. 
Uh, I don't think anything compares to like their limited editions. How they finish those are just insanely right. awesome. We were also lucky enough to have uh, the master distiller Stephen Beam, who, to let you guys know, has a seasonal house in Tampa Bay. So yeah, you guys ever want to uh, models, hit him up? He, he he spends a lot of time. He was so gracious. He was down here for about four hours signing yeah. bottles, talking with everyone about all the processes, and um, and he's just a history book of knowledge regarding all things yeah. bourbon. But uh, I think it's a really good expression. I mean, like all things, especially with barrel picks, it's going to hit some. You you can't hope to have every single person agree that it's going to be the best thing they've ever had, but you try to hit as many people as you can. So, Yeah, sure. One okay. thing... Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. One thing I think you're that you, as you're kind of choosing a barrel here, you're, you're, the question is like, do I choose something that's like super off profile that I really enjoy, or do I choose something that's going to sell? And so I don't think there's, an, I don't think there's a wrong decision of like, hey, this is so down the middle of the pipe, you know, vanilla, caramel, oak. And, it, and you just say, hey, this, this is going to be what we choose because it's going to sell. It's going to move bottles because, you know, we're not the ones buying the, you know, the barrel. It's going to be the, the the store owner that says, hey, I'm going to invest this amount of money in, in the hopes that you guys can, can kind of sell this bottle. And so I think when you're kind of choosing it, the, the question is, do I go really eclectic profile or something that is like just the most approachable? You know, that's kind of like the decision you're kind of like balancing it 100% and but I think what we found more so is now you want something that has some sort of something that you can like temple something that right. stands out amongst because anybody can buy a bottle of Yellowstone Oak and Eden Russell's Reserve you can buy that on the shelf and it's normally going to be a couple dollars cheaper you want something that has some sort of note that really stands out mm-hmm. or some sort of profile that I think especially after you do quite a few of these uh, barrel selections, something that people will know, okay, I like this profile. They're not going to set me adrift. Like they're not going to pick something that's completely off profile. Unless there is something that the group that day is just like, wow, that is so unique and tastes really good. Right. That You want everyone to try it, but then you also give the forewarning. And a lot of what we try to do is do some education before we just, select barrels is get our group to have either virtual or live tasting through a lot of these companies to get some of the brand awareness out there, let people know what kind of good stuff, because a lot of the stuff is readily available and they have Everyone's got great whiskey. You don't have to sit there and wait in line or try to battle people for a lot of the allocated stuff. If you don't have to, like there's a lot of good stuff out there. So Mm -hmm. education is key. All right, Ben, Brendan, um, you guys just got to try them all. Which, which one or two, or, or which which one stick out for you, Ben? I am very partial to uh, this Chattanooga and Russells are like my two stellar standouts. I I love Maker's Mark. Don't get me wrong. I think Maker's Mark is is in the top three, but I I, I want to revisit Chattanooga because I came from Oak and Eden, so I want to kind of get Chattanooga on a fresh palate again. But I really enjoyed. Uh, Chattanooga a lot. Um, and so I think the top three right now are, are Chattanooga, Russell's, and Makers, and Makers and Russell's may swap, but great, great picks overall. I mean, these are, these are really solid picks. 
my top three are the same as Ben's. Uh, so the Chattanooga, I do want to try that one, the fresh palate, because I found that like Chattanooga in general has a different taste than almost any other whiskey out there. Uh, and this one is a little funky, even for the Chattanooga range, but like in a good way. It's just it's very mm-hmm. interesting. There's a lot going on. Uh, to me, like the most traditional, high quality, like this is a we're talking about like a, a great bourbon is the Russells. I thought the Russells was awesome. And then makers I really enjoyed. And then the Chattanooga is third for something that's a little uh, different, but I liked all three of those a really good deal. The Oak Nina was, was solid and the Yellowstone, not, not my preference, although I like the finish a lot. I think they're all unique and have something uh, cool to offer, but the Russells to me, I, I think is borderline on, on special. Like it, it's really good. That's what I'm going to attack first. This is yeah, the Russells. Russell's this yeah. stuff mm-hmm. the, the Russells is <laughs> really good. No. Um, cool. Anything else to add on those picks? We got another segment and then we'll get out of here. Um, but uh, we move along. Like I, I appreciate this. I appreciate the feedback though, because we're always trying to just do better, trying to reach more voices, get more opinions on it so that we can try to pick something that, more appeals to the masses as much as possible is i mean there's nothing more fun than doing this experience like a barrel selection which it's not a lot of people get to do and it's 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 fun seeing people's reactions to something that you spend your time and money like going out to go do so Mm -hmm. i really appreciate you guys thank you for we appreciate you thank you for sharing all these wonderful samples with us Um, okay so what we've got now is a fun little segment. Brendan and I were kind of going back and forth today, trying to think of another little segment. Not that we plan out the shows the day of, but here we are. We'll see behind the curtains. Uh, whiskey memories. We're almost to the end of the year. If not, you know, the time in between Christmas and New Year's, we're, we're not going to wait until then to do this. Hopefully we don't get anything else crazy between now and then. But well, let's go around the horn. This is going to be a fun one. Let's talk about your favorite, like your favorite, like three whiskeys, right? One that you bought, one that you were given, whether that somebody gave you a sample or somebody gave you um, a pour at their house or just whatever, however you want. Somebody gave you a bottle, doesn't matter. Favorite yeah. one that you bought, favorite whiskey you were given, and then your favorite whiskey you bought out. So, like your favorite pour um, that you bought out. Favorite pour out. Yeah, that's an interesting one. So I know because I told you about this earlier today. I know, so stingy. (laughs) Um, I know Ben's favorite pour is like when he found at the house Blanton's for six dollars because it was a good deal. You know, like that's (laughs) Ben's favorite pour is just doll hairs. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Who wants to go first, Brendan? You want to start us off? Yeah. Yeah. Did did he tell you about this? I I got four warnings. All right, good, good. All right, so favorite. So we'll start off. I will start off with my favorite purchase bottle that I purchased this year, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right, so I'm going to cheat and do a top three, but I'll go really quick. Number three for me is Heaven's Door Red Breast Cask Finish. Uh, It was super unique, awesome combination of bourbon with the Irish whiskey finish. I wouldn't spend a hundred dollars on it again, but it was super unique. I have no buyer's remorse, which you know, sometimes you spend a hundred dollars on a bottle. Uh, you're gonna feel a little bad about it. Look, it's almost gone. Like I'm I'm milking this, I don't want it to end. Number two for me, we've talked about this one a lot lately. Again, super unique, uh, interesting. The conics, maple syrup, uh, cask, double barrel finish. Mm. Uh, that was great for the Miami Bourbon Society. Uh, really cool, again, really unique, different with the high proof there with the maple syrup. And number one. 
Uh, it's high up on our big board for a reason. Something that I tried this year. I have multiple bottles of now. I love it. It's a great daily drinker. If you can find it, it's not allocated, whatever you guys say. It is Smoke Wagon, Small Batch, MGP Juice, done uh, really, really well. So that's my my top three that I've been able to purchase this year. That's your purchases. Do you want to go all the way around, or do you just want to go each person? Oh, let's go each person in each category. All right, Ben, you're up. Okay. So I would say that one of my favorite bottles I've purchased this year, and I bought, I think, two or three of them so far, is I really enjoy this year's release of Midwinters. Like, I, I think it is really outstanding. It's great. Now... That is a $120 bottle after taxes and all that kind of crap. So it ain't, it's not a cheap bottle by any means. So let me throw in one of my favorite cheap bottles that I bought this year. And I am freaking over the moon. This review just came out, if you've been paying attention. I love, like, enough where I'm about to go buy, like, two or three more bottles of it is a – every store has been getting it recently, but it's a Blue Note – store pick and they're coming out like at 123 proof that rapid like, review from Gaspar's just dropped today so if you haven't watched it go back and check it out it's 123 proof 123.4 proof one two three four i love that and it's 36 dollars 36 dollars right now at Gaspar's. How, if you how, go and say oh it's like it didn't like four or five years but five. the whole entire story is like the one of the warehouses like collapsed and so these barrels were just like sitting in the sun for like a year like the story's great on it but regardless i'm a big uh i really enjoy light whiskey and so like a, the obtanium light whiskey is awesome to me because it has like a creme brulee custard kind of feel and this is the blue note is so similar to it at 36 dollars. and if you go and say hey bourbon on a budget sent you then it's five dollars off your whatever your purchase and so you can get an outrageous deal on this 123 proof bottle of whiskey it is so stellar and i will push the crap out of it because i love it but don't buy it before me because i still need there to be some it is incredible so those are my two one that's like you know everyone knows that bottle but like a little sleeper bottle oh my gosh this blue note is stupid good. I didn't know that we were doing promo codes, but Ben is not like BS. Well, we you guys are. like he, he has. Yeah, we are. Uh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. So, jeez. Uh, but promo Ben legitimately loves the blue note. He's texting us like probably. I'm about halfway through the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> I just got it like a week ago. <laughs> I think he texts us how much it's... he loves it about like three or four pours in each time, too. Dude, it's so good. It's so freaking good. Jeez. All right. Sean, what's your uh, your favorite purchase that you've uh, bought that you purchased this year? All right, so like you guys, I have three. Number three, it's from Eskimo Brothers in Sarasota. This Starlight Cigar Batch mm. might be one of the coolest, like all, like crazy smelling, tasting bottles I've ever had. It's finished in Ambarana barrels, and it's it's a mind freak, like. I've never smelled or tasted anything like it. Like I got this not too long ago and there's not much stuff. It's <laughs> insane. So if you, it, it's honestly the best thing that Starlight does. It's, and Starlight, Starlight does a lot Starlight of great stuff. Yep. And this one, 
stands out. Like if we get offered another Starlight, I'm going to wait for a a cigar finish because it's that unique and that amazing. Um, the other two, I mean, they're going to be pretty. At least one of them is going to be highly allocated. The uh, William Lou Weller from 2020 is one of the most intensely like complex and just takes you on this weird like awesome journey of drinking whiskey um and then one of my probably my favorite is the i mean i hate to be a chattanooga show but the chattanooga bottle and bomb this year is insanely good like if you find either the spring or fall you have to pick it up because it's it's so different because of how they their malt is just insane and they continuously just experiment and it works out just about every single time so tj so i haven't popped this yet but this might be a good one to do like around christmas new year's this i was the most excited hold on to- are you gonna say that one of your favorite bottles that you bought you haven't opened he just, loves, he, just, he just loves the actual bottle. He wasn't <laughs> listen, talking about the stuff. That doesn't listen, even this is the bottle that I was most excited to buy and get this year. It's this Good Times toasted barrel strength mm-hmm. rye, the purple and gold wax, and the mm-hmm. Kobe edition. This was one of the bottles that I was most excited about this year, without a doubt. I haven't even opened it yet, but I was jacked. Sean, do you have a thought? I feel like you. <sighs> I. I, so I don't like to say this kind of stuff, but I haven't yes. had a good time since like. Well, That's right. That's right, man. Get your good time out of just here. Just leave it open. Oh, just leave it closed. You're dead to don't even open it. But just I bought two. Just in case. <laughs> I bought two. To like, <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm for them. Like if you Sean also put likes on something, he puts it's all good. Sorry, TJ is so butthurt. I love it. Yeah, I am. You know what they Sorry, say? It's... Squeaky, squeaky chair gets the grease. Okay, whatever. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All I'm gonna say, if, if you have to toast, finish, and put like three different finishes on something, maybe the product isn't that good to release. Tell anything. that to Seagrass, and you know, geez, Mister Three Finishes. Okay, they, they are expert blenders over it. I love it. I'm telling you, it's freaking great. Hmm. Um. I was very excited when Joe was able to pick up the um, toasted barrel bourbon from Mictors this year that I was looking for and could not find anywhere. Yep. Um, and then as far as number three, I don't know. I I really feel like this year I fell, you know, for kind of a, this isn't budget, but it's definitely like kind of the cheaper side. I fell in love with 1910 this year. Um, and so it's a bottle that's not hard to find, not, not, all three finished, right? So Brendan's sparking over there. But I, I think that um, a bottle that I really liked and kind of knew that I could make as an everyday drinker and always enjoy it. And so I think that's a that's a good, fun one there. Um, who wants to go first on favorite whiskey you were given this year? That's oh, a fun one. Yes, I got one. I got one. Yeah, it's probably one of the 18 bottles I gave you for your pursuits and purchases when we started this show. Every yes. week, Ben would be like, I want this. Next week, hey, I got you this. Well, this, was, <laughs> uh, this wasn't a bottle given to me. This is a pour given to me. And I hate to be like that guy because it's so it's so straightforward and just unobtainable in general. 
Now, this but, was a poor given to me, just for the record. But right, and then it was betrothed to me. <laughs> betrothed from yes, it was from TJ. It is, and Sean is right here. It is the William Lerner Weller. Was that 2020 that we tried? 2020. Brendan, Brendan, what what was what was the one you sent me? It was either 2020 or 2019 because I got that last last calendar year. Technically, all I know is that that bottle. It blew me away. I remember thinking, like, this is all hype. Like, oh, yeah, of course, William Lorello is going to be great. I'm not a super, like, pappy or weeded, like, fanboy. And that thing was, like, strawberries and cream and, oh, my gosh. it The nose on it alone was outrageous. I remember thinking, like, this is this is worth the hype. It was as easily hands down the best the best whiskey that was given to me, that even that I've tried all year. It was incredible. Absolutely that was my, incredible. Yeah, I don't want to. I won't waste time. That was that was absolutely my best pour that was given so to good. me this year. Did I give that? Did, I gave that to you guys. Course. Yeah, yeah, we tried it and it was great. Send it, it again. You're Send it again. Holy I'm, crap! I'm looking at it now. I've that milked bottle. that one. Uh, I've only poured it out for a couple of special occasions, and I guess for you guys, you're welcome. Oh, I forgot man. I sent that to you. Um, it's my, I think I sent you some George C. Stag. Oh, like, I to, got to balance uh, it out. Uh, I, I, get, I also gave Brendan some handy. I got a handy. Oh yeah, from you gave you a handy. Ooh, which, yeah. I wasn't gonna lie. One of those samples I was gonna give was a sample of that, but then I didn't want to completely just derail every single store pick i gave you guys that's, like, that's, trust well. that's 100% valid that is 100% <laughs> still send it but i would yeah, yeah definitely I, you're definitely right i was gonna say we wouldn't find with you derailing uh that for the uh for the yeah. well no, no i remember i poured that and my wife smelled it literally across the room and she was like that smells and she's not a bourbon fan she's like that smells amazing like the brown sugar and oh like, my gosh uh, it was so good um, been leaving off wild turkey masters keep one it oh, was yeah, yeah, that's a great I, bottle too. I have that. Don't get me wrong; it's it's stellar. It is not a William Lerner Weller, but it's still great. It's still great. But if you're talking about best bottles that I've tried this year, also I freaking paid for Wild Turkey one <laughs> that wasn't given to me. No, no, I think you were saying like with your. Favorite. I know, I know, I know. Um, so Ben and I have the same one. Brendan, did you go? Uh, I have not gone. Mine will be a little nostalgic here, but uh, it was, I mean, there's so many, like we've, we've gotten the chance doing this show for the last, what, like eight, nine months or so to get all sorts of cool samples and to share each other's like bottles that we got or something mm -hmm. like Sean, Joe Deccan. It's like so many people are like Elliot, our friends of the show have all shared with us. Uh, so there's all sorts of cool stuff we've been able to try that we probably wouldn't have been able to try otherwise. So there's a lot to pick from here, but I want to go with one really early on in the show. This is one of Ben's like first pursuits and purchases mm. and uh, one that kind of introduced me to a new realm of whiskey this year. And that's rare breed rye by wild Turkey. Um, oh man. You guys sent me a sample of it. I, like there were other ryes. You, I think Ben sent me the handy. Thank you for the handy Ben. You're uh, welcome, that superior. Yes. Uh, but the rare breed rye is super great. It's up on the bourbon big board for a reason up to the top because it's awesome. Uh, ben sommelier me through that to where like I was able to get past some of the rye spice that I wasn't super comfortable with. Uh, and that was opened me up to really enjoying rye this year as well. So rare breed rye is a great bang for your buck bottle. It's one I'm super happy I tried because again, a whole new world of rye that I was able to explore and enjoy from that. Sean, what do you, what do you got for a favorite uh, whiskey you've been gifted or sampled? 
Got two. So one was from a friend in Orlando. Got to try this with him. It's the four gate split stave. Oh, um, it's pricey. It's, I think it's like $175 a model, which huh. is that's a chunk change for Brennan. Definitely. Well, yeah. Well, that's, that, that's true. It's all that, that, it's all that coaching change money that I've made in the last couple of years. <laughs> Thanks, Willie. But it's, it's what they do there is it's, it's in, incredible. It's, I wish I would find a bottle that I, I don't think they sell it in Florida, which also makes it a little bit more difficult to find. I think you can find it on a seal box or something along those lines. The other one that I'm really excited about that opened my eyes was the Blue Run 14 year bourbon. What uh, mm. they're doing over there at Blue Run, it's incredible. Like mm. it's, I mean, I, it's obviously not a lot of their own stuff in, outside of what they've released recently. Um, and the recent stuff, I think, was contracted through Castle and Key. And if you ever go to Kentucky, yeah. go to Castle and Key. I promise yeah. you that's going to be the most incredible experience ever. But what they're doing at Blue Run, they haven't released anything that hasn't been good. And that 14 year is like a special, special model. I, I've tried to, like, I have, I'm looking at it right now a 13 year old corn whiskey that was like, it's like 120 proof that was finished in Pinot Noir barrels that I've tried sending to TJ and Ben. They haven't sampled it yet. And I've been trying to get them to, to try it, but for the price, it's like 65 bucks for, again, that proof, that age uh, and the cast finish. Yeah. They're doing really cool stuff there. Look at Sean's picking out some bangers right now. I love it. No doubt. Um, okay. Great. For, for when you purchased out, I don't know if I purchased my shout. I have one, <laughs> and it's going to shock you guys when you hear what it is. Oh, like. yes, shocked me. So does anybody um, else want to go first? I'll, I'll go real quick because uh, it's not that that great a one. Uh, I haven't done a whole lot of drinking yeah. out in the last year. Uh, I'm the, trying the, to be safe, TJ. The, co- COVID. the, the COVID did kind of derail me for, for a couple Bourbon of Bourbon cures COVID, so. Oh. Mm. Our that. entire episode is going to get one of those little disclaimers on the bottom of yeah. it. Now. Like, oh, yeah. like CDC is going to shut us down. Thank oh, God. God. But uh, yeah, so I mean, 2020 was obviously a weird year for everyone. And 2021, some normalcy, uh, in at least pockets. And with that in mind, one of uh, my favorite like whiskey, whiskey experiences this year was a few months ago. I got to go down to, to St. Pete to see my dad. I haven't been able to see him a lot in the last year and a half or so. Uh, we went out to uh, the St. Pete Pier, which was really cool, and it was a really pretty day outside. We went to a restaurant, got a pour of Michter's Rye. So back to the previous one, Rye was something you guys introduced to me that I was able to enjoy. Michter's Rye is nothing crazy, but like for forty bucks, that's I'm gonna have a heart. I'll put it this way: we really enjoyed it. I got my dad to to sample it. He's never had a rye whiskey before. He enjoyed the hell out of it. It was a really good pour, good time, and uh, and yeah, I don't have a whole lot of like drinking out experiences. But Michter's Rye for the price is going to be great. And then uh, just the opportunity to share something that I'm enjoying and passionate about with my dad, uh, given the past two years or so, that was that was a lot of fun. So that was mine. Hold on. You didn't say that you're paying $40 for a pour. No, for a bottle of it. So okay. the pour was I like six or seven bucks. Yeah, I was no, not paying $40. For you're crazy. I couldn't imagine paying that much for a pour. Um, Sean, mm-hmm. do you have one on top of your head? 
I had a random night out in Orlando when I was there for work, and I was I've never had it before, and then finally got to try it was bomb burgers. From oh, Joe, either Joe this year or last year. Yeah, yeah. It's it's I mean, everything Mictors touches right now turns to gold. Yeah. Like their 10 years are amazing. All of their limited releases, like their barrel strength are toasted. It's incredible. But uh I'll say that Bomb Burgers was was pretty legit. So let me throw that was probably the most memorable. Let me throw a big shout out to Joe. And Sean, I know you've given us a bunch. Like Joe has, like has probably sent me thirty samples this year. Um, like just an unbelievable, and like some bangers in there. I mean, Brendan and I have like traded a bunch of samples, but like it's usually like, hey, we're going to review this for the show. We're going to do that. Like, shout out to Joe for look, look at like, this old Forster one hundred thirty proof barrels. So he just like, right, he just yeah, like out of the just, goodness of his heart, right, like, like just, yeah. yeah. Like banger after Can banger I, after banger of like samples. And I'm just like, and other people have sent us samples. Jake has sent us samples. My guy Sean in uh, Jacksonville has sent us sample. Like uh, um, the No family has sent us yeah, samples. Jason, Jennifer. Elliot. Yeah, everyone. Has Elliot has given it. Awesome. But like when it comes to sample, like Joe. Every, has, every week. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so just walk so out my wife wants me to leave because like. <laughs> You open our cereal boxes and their samples come out. Like, it's can just, we can we marry all marry Joe? I mean, Joe literally, literally gave TJ and I a care package when we went to North Carolina for a work trip. He said there was decadence in there, so like, let's not act. Yeah, like it was you know what? Oh, that I meant to say that was like probably like my second favorite sample that I've gotten this year, <laughs> just because it, it birthed the name Joe Decadence. Oh, so to one thing first, uh, that old Forester barrel strength. Those are the best barrel picks I think they do. Like so good. I haven't yeah. had one that hasn't been good. And then in our side group text within the moderators, I get called out by somebody saying bourbon out of budget, and Sean is dropping $150 plus a bottle suggestion. So Bur- bourbon not on a budget for this episode, guys. <laughs> Send the year. Yeah, we're breaking the budget on this one. Ben, did you think of one yet? Oh yeah, I got one. How about this? I'm going to shout out some whiskey societies. Uh, as Sean may know, being a leader of whiskey society, the best opportunity for you to drink good whiskey is within your group. You know, if you want to meet up with some local whiskey guys in your area, you got to join a bourbon society or whiskey society and kind of get connected with your community. That being said, we went to a Tampa Bay uh, Whiskey Society uh, birthday bourbon event for 40, was it 45 bucks, $40? TJ, we were there. 40, 40, $40? Something, I don't know. And it was at Whiskey Cake in Tampa. And for $40, we got a buffet of food. We got to taste through the whole Whiskey Row line. So work your way all the way up. And then... A pour of birthday bourbon 2021 for $40. I thought that was a freaking deal of a century. And you guys know I am, I am the heart and soul of on a budget. Everyone else's bourbon, I am on a budget, you know, a thousand percent me. And so I think if you want to connect and get some decent stuff on a budget, right? Get involved with your uh your local society. Um, that community is gonna be able to be the most uh you know, accessible to that product. So uh, the best pour I've paid for out 
was birthday bourbon, and it was forty dollars a pour. But I got four other pours and food included. So hey, when we went to um, when we went yeah. to that place on City Walk, uh, Ring Fire or Fire yes. Ring or whatever, we both got pretty good pours that night. Big uh, fire, but yes, big fire. Uh, Ring of Fire. I don't know Johnny Cash. Song. Johnny Cash's um, place. All right, I believe you. Not Johnny Cash's place. You yes. got. You, I think you got um, Elmer T. Lee. You got. No, you got Elmer, and I got something which I else. Was, which really, was Elmer really was. Good. Yeah, you got Elmer because it was like a little bit low. I remember getting something higher proof. I'm not 100 percent pot. I could have got a Stag Junior pick. I don't know. No, I think they were out of it. We both kind of wanted that, and or maybe that was it. Maybe that's what you got. But I thought you. I thought we both got something that we didn't uh, hadn't had yet. But yeah. Anyway, those were good. Um, I had had Elmer T. Lee before. Somebody sent me a sample and I didn't love it. And then I got it out that night and really liked it. So, okay. I, I've got three for this first Bobby favorite pour he found in a bar was Buffalo trace wheat experimental found in Lexington for $25 a pour. That's pretty interesting. That's pretty cool. cool. Um, That's Bobby from Southwest Florida bourbon. So he's a, he's, he, he's the master. He's the master printer. He's the one that does all of our stickers. Bobby, shout out, Bobby. shout out Bobby. Shout out Bobby. Um, also, he's also the one that called me out for not being on a budget. So, uh, come on, Bobby. so shout, yeah, shout out um, Sean for the, the it's always sunny reference. I um like it. Shout out Sean. Yeah. I I'm the opposite of Ben. Like I totally like splurge too much <laughs> with like buying pores and stuff. So a couple of fun ones, really quick. I did do the birthday the 2018 birthday bourbon earlier this year. I did that on uh really as soon as we were starting the show. Right, it was on Valentine's Day. Out my wife wanted to try the 2018 because that's when my first kid was born. Um, I think that was forty dollars a pour. Wasn't worth it. But did it come with food? Um, I mean, yes, because I paid for that food. And, but and yes, four, and four other whiskeys. Um, yeah. yeah. So it also came with three other whiskeys because I paid for them. Hmm. But um, that was that was good. It was good to try that. More sentimental, like Brendan said. Um, not first place was the uh, Eagle Rare. 17 that I tried it, David off. That was good, but I think that's the, the that's my least favorite of the Buffalo Trace antique that I've had. Uh, not I wouldn't call it bad. It just wasn't it, it was not like amazing. I think the, the other ones are have all been better. The only one I haven't had is the the Sazerac 18. And then number one, Mictor's 10 was like I got that in a in a flight. Like that the, the best thing I got out this year was Mictor's 10. Like as crazy as that is, like not necessarily because it was like the best or the hardest to find or anything like that, but I got that in an absolute banger flight. I got that with uh, I believe there was an old Fitzgerald like 14 year on that flight. There was uh Nika straight from the barrel on that flight at Whiskey Cake. There was a Mictress 10 and there was one more, and I don't remember what it was, but it was like another banger, like another one like Oh, you never get this. Like you can't find this anywhere. And the Mictors 10 blew the other three away, like not close. And so it was probably just more to do with the timing of it. But the fact that that one killed everything else that like probably should have finished behind it, you know, that, that wins for me. Jason's talking about Mictors 10 ride being far superior. I agree with Jason. Ben is tracking that very soon. Hold on. Right. Yeah. Don't be finishing that off. I don't know. See, I, Ben's taking his AirPods. I don't really know what his wired AirPods. Uh, I don't really know what the situation is here or not, but like, I know Ben cracks this with other people on Christmas Eve, but I'm going to need dude, you to save me. Shot, I'm ready. Days. I'm ready to freaking go. I'm ready to go. But then I stumbled upon this one. 
like a week ago. And so oh. I had to freaking buy both. Like, come on. <laughs> so I've been holding on to this one. This is ben a has been on a hot streak. So good. This is a 20, and then I have a 2021 of the regular bourbon. So anyway, we'll see how we'll see how it goes. That'll be that'll be Christmas time. Christmas. It's so time. good. It might it might be the best bourbon. Or I'm sorry, best rye in the game. Yeah. That's I can't awesome. I can't wait, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great Christmas Eve. That's epic. Um do Oh, we're a little over an hour. So unless you guys have something really, really big you want to get to on pursuits and purchases, we can push that to next week. Do you have something, Brendan? Then no, well, well we're good. no, no. I'm let's, here. let's I mean, if Sean's got something, then throw to Sean. But we'll be we'll be here. I don't, I don't know if there's like really anything that. I mean, what would you guys consider be like a big pursuit and purchase? Like, I need to know what kind of threshold we're talking about. Would like a Pappy Van Winkle be a big pursuit and purchase for you? That's probably I mean, for, some. <laughs> for some. For <laughs> some. So, give me a second. Oh man, the build up. Uh, what if he dropped it right now? Uh, oh! It's in a silk bag. Jeez. So. I got lucky enough through ABC Vault, which might be one of the best loyalty programs out there. Completely agree. A 20-year. Sheesh. So happy. So I find that there's something with karma because I did have a 12-year bottle of the uh, what's a lot sweet, and I brought that for my now brother-in-law's wedding shared it with him, gave it to him, and I'm like, this is yours. Oof. And then a week later, you get an email saying, hey, would you like to purchase this? And you're not going to not want it. So you got to do what you got to do. And uh, now, of course, they want me to bring this next time I'm coming to Hawaii. So. I was going to say, I bet if you gave that to me, you get a 23-year email like tomorrow. Like, you'd be <laughs> I mean, um, um well, as appreciation and then the Christmas spirit, I know that uh, the top three for you guys was the Chattanooga, the Russells, and the Makers. So I want to make sure that each of you get at least one of these bottles so you guys can divvy amongst it themselves. But I'll make sure to get you guys a bottle of each. Let's go. One, so somebody gets the Chattanooga, somebody gets the Makers, somebody the Russells. As an appreciation for... Uh, There's no losers there. There's no losers there. No, no. For Ben. Send... Give me a Chattanooga. No, send, send in the uh, Oaken Sky. <laughs> <Chattanooga. laughs> the Chattanooga. Um, Thank you. Yeah, Brittany, you can pick the other one. I'm excited either way. Uh, uh, no, I'm ha- uh, they're really, really good. I'm so excited. maybe we'll split those picks. two up then. We'll drink them halfway down and ship our bottles back and forth. Um, I'll say that what's in the comments right now, the Parker's Heritage 10-year heavy char wheat, is but anything Parker's Heritage normally is a banger, and that thing is top notch. The orange, um, Curacao, Curac- yeah, and I passed on it uh, as a pour just because I don't know if I don't like orangey flavor stuff typically, but yeah. Um, Ben and I tried the uh, Parker's Heritage 10 year heavy char bourbon the night the lightning won the Stanley Cup, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of celebrated Great that. Work. Uh, Jason Blue Note Seventeen is the uh, is the uh, pour of the night for oh, Christmas Eve in the after house. Ben's Christmas heart. Eve is like the ultimate bourbon night, in Let's my go. opinion. I don't know. I think there's like 364 other days that are just, just as good. Saying. So, um, just Brendan, 
You got something. Oh, uh, we'll get into pursuits and purchases for ourselves next week, but I do want to give a shout out to Jason who's in the comments. Uh, the No Family was really, really kind to Bourbon on a Budget recently. They sent down a couple of samples of Balconas that we are going to review maybe January, I think, or, or February, but sometime soon we want to do some some reviews of the Balconas, the Texas mm. stuff. Um, I opened up a couple of those little samples. I got to get you guys them. It smelled really great. And Jason also sent a sample to me of Redbreast uh, Pedro Menes edition. Nice. Uh, Sherry, and I love Redbreast. I'm super excited for that. We also got a, a blind uh, test to do that Jason sent down to, like a blind tasting. So, mm. yeah. So, thank you uh, to the nose for sending that down. Really appreciate it. And we got some samples we'll send you guys to. We'll put our minds together and think of some cool stuff to get you guys as well as a thank you. But um, really appreciate it. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, come back on Thursday when Brendan and Ben review the Maker's Mark pick that, that we talked about this uh, evening with Sean. Excited for that. I'm ticked off that I wasn't part of that review, but I am excited to uh, yeah to try that sample hopefully later this week I, I don't know maybe wednesday or something but uh follow us on social media interact with us there sean thank you so much for hanging out thanks for having me it's everywhere Florida bourbon society on facebook instagram oh, all social medias almost what a shout out i did uh i did share the video there so hopefully the people don't hate me too much for sharing no, the stuff there we, we've got a great group of administrators and a great group down here uh we welcome everybody within the state of Florida and even outside. If you come to visit, we're just trying to put out good picks. The, the goal is to get good whiskey down in our area. So yeah. Thanks for giving us the platform and uh, love you guys. Yeah. Love you Merry too. Christmas. Have a great Christmas and happy new year. Thank you for everything. You, Look at this. Happy, Look, happy the love Thank is you, Jason. Oh, the it's love flowing. Is it's a holiday thick. season. It's Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy Hanukkah to Elliot if he's watching out there as well. He'll be very offended that you um, – Hey, I just got Newberg's address and asked, like, hey, I'm going to send Christmas cards. Bombers. Then it kind of dawned on me that I was sending I mean, it to a Jewish you know, It's guy, a thought that counts. He was like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and he was like, send it on. No big deal. So um, – Barber on a budget everywhere on social media. Please interact with us. We, we're desperate for friends. For TJ Pinter, Brendan Snowden, Ben Cock, and, and myself, Sean. Sean, the chair is not sweet at all. Bourbon Society. <laughs> Give it. Come on, Sean. Come on, Sean.